Welcome to Imagine Yourself Podcast, where we help you imagine your next chapter of life with grace, gratitude, courage, and faith. Thanks for listening in to this short and sweet episode of Imagine Yourself. I am Lene here with Sandy, and today we are going to have you doing things you have never done so that you can be, feel, and live ways that you have never felt before. <laughs> You're going to walk away feeling brand new. And Sandy, you know this is true, right? <laughs> well, what I like best about this is that it's little things to do. It's not like anybody's asking us to wave a magic wand and we're a different person because we're bouncing off our last episode with Craig Bruce, who taught us how to up our energy at any age, the episode right before this. And he had these all these small changes that you could make. And I was like, yeah, that's not going to make that big of a difference. But oh, how wrong I was. So same thing with you. Same thing with me, Sandy. I am already new. Do I look different? I know that people can't see this right now, but do I look different? Just you like, do. <laughs> you're glowing. <laughs> truly, I tell you, it really was wonderful. I received so many text messages and direct messages ever since this episode, this last episode. And I just figured we needed to kind of tell what exactly are these new things that we are supposed to be doing in our lives that can really make all this change. And like you said, these little things, because nobody wants to be asked to push a boulder up a mountain. And that's not what we're asking. It is carry a rock in your pocket type of <laughs> type yeah. of advice. Yeah. So small changes with big impacts. I wanted to start with one that is in my heart overall for everyone. I'll get to the more personal things that I've been doing later, but is it okay if I just start with something that I feel like will, will benefit and bless everyone? Of course. So I am Lene. I am not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> I'm not a statistician or statistics person, but if I could make up a statistic, it would be this. What is the number one thing that will wreck your body and have you fainting, passed out, irritable, and unhealthy? The number one thing? Wouldn't that be personal to each person? Or are you saying that there's something that not, no sleep, exhaustion? Nope. Close, but no. Dehydration. Oh, yes, of course. Not drinking enough water, uh, especially in the summertime, especially it has been a super hot summer all over this whole country lately. I just, Sandy, the reason that it's like one of those, this is a public service announcement. <laughs> um, and I know that you said like everything is relative to individuals, but this one, as long as you're human and you're made up of water, it affects you because I personally know of three men in the past 30 days who have either landed in the emergency room or been laid out and felt like they wanted to go to the emergency room thinking that something had gone terribly wrong. They passed out. They sometimes thought they had a heart attack and it turned out to be in all three cases, severe dehydration because they decided to wake up and go for like a little 20 minute walk and they hadn't eaten, they hadn't had any water to drink. And in the morning, this is what we learned from that episode from Craig Bruce, in the morning, if you don't get that water in when you are most vulnerable for dehydration, you are setting yourself up for disaster, especially if you go for a walk and it's hot, all the things. So 
bam, that's my first tip. Boom. Dehydration. <laughs> now, see, and that was one of my things, too. And I drink a lot of water. So in general, that's not an issue because I, I really love water. But prior to listening to what Craig Bruce had to say, the first thing I would put in my stomach is coffee. And I would, you know, maybe eat a half a banana or something like that and have breakfast later. But no water. I wouldn't have water till later in the day. When he said drink water first thing in the morning, I thought, well, I always have water by my bedside table. It's covered, so it's fine, you know, from the night before. Um, Why not just take that water and drink a bunch of it before anything else? How easy is that? And that's what I'm talking about, easy, easy tips. Do you know that my energy, it was like a marked difference? Because remember he said to hydrate before you caffeinate. You remember that? Yes, yes. That is just... Like you said, it's just not something that you did and it's made a big difference. And uh, by the way, these three men that I know, they are all doing well now, oh, but gosh. they have all had to change. <laughs> they had to change the way they do the things in the morning with that getting that water in, sometimes even electrolytes or whatever too, but you know, Gatorade, whatever, but getting that water in has made them healthier, safer, happier, more pleasant to be around, all that good stuff. So that is one easy one. All right. So I did a personal one with the water. Now, what yes. what little thing did you do? My personal one has to do with, uh, in a way, it has to do with friendships or family members or whatever. But in another way, it has to do with pushing yourself in little ways. So I don't really enjoy exercise. And I definitely do not like to perspire or glisten or sweat or any of that stuff. I don't like to get my hair all messed up. (laughs) So the big thing for me has been this thing where a few of my siblings and friends got together with the app. It's an app called Social Steps. All it really is, is on the app, it's free, but you share your information with the other person. So like my brother gosh, my brother's 20 years younger than me. So it's really not fair, but I shared my (laughs) um, social steps thing with him. So he has access to my iPhone's ability to check how many steps I take, how many miles I walk per day. He can check up on you, huh? Exactly. But it went further because I have a few other sisters who joined. And because my brother was running like almost 20 miles a day, we said, what if we ganged up and we tried to just beat him each day? Then some more people started to come in. My my husband's on there now. My kids are on there. So we're all, so now it's girls versus boys. And whoever (laughs) has the most steps at the end of each day, the girls or the boys wins. But when the month is over, it's going to be who's got to prepare a meal for the other side, like an amazing meal for the Ah. other side. So all this to say is competition, friendship, health, all combined together with technology on an app is what is bringing us, you know, to a healthy. So I'm out here walking and just because I'm trying to beat my husband. Of course. I'm trying to beat my son. <laughs> I'm trying to beat my brother. That's my personal one. Doing something small and different to make a big impact. I love that. I've done that in the past. The competition, I think you can do that with the Fitbit. Uh, I've got an Apple Watch. I mean, there's many or just downloading the app. Yeah. So there's tons of way to do that. So I love that. Whether you want to do it with one person or a whole family like you're doing, making a bet, you know, get the stakes in there. So my second little thing is he said that we are prone to get addicted to sugar, that our bodies are designed to get 
addicted to sugar, and I had to raise my hand on that one. And, um, you know, some people are more prone to it than others, and I would probably be on the top end of that scale. So, um, you know, and I do pretty well with, um, you know, as long as there's not sweets around the house. But my coffee, I've never been a black coffee drinker, but there have been phases in my life where I've put less sugar in it. But ever since the days of Starbucks lattes, and you know, I mean, those things are so sweet, and you just get used to that sweetness. So I have flavored coffee, and I put in sugar in my flavored coffee, and also flavored creamer. (laughs) (laughs) I know, on top. Yeah. So what am I doing is I started with like 25% less sugar. And I don't mean exactly 25%, but let's say I'm putting, if I had two teaspoons of sugar and I use the nice organic sugar that mixes well in coffee, but it still has all the same calories as regular sugar. Oh, dang. (laughs) I know. So, you know, I started with a move to a teaspoon and a half and now I'm down to a teaspoon. So I've cut my sugar down to a half and then... I will work on maybe the cream next. Maybe I'll work on putting a little less cream in. So that's one way because I drink coffee every day, two cups. By two cups, I mean two large things. (laughs) Mugs. Yeah. Yeah. Not exactly cups. So yeah. So that was it. So I've got the water um, in the morning and I've got less sugar. Because you've weaned yourself down and you did a small, it's a small thing and you're about to do another small thing with the crates. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah. So it all adds up. And I loved Craig Bruce's uh, in the previous episode. He had so many of these small things and he had some bigger things too, which honestly, I couldn't see myself doing right now. But you know what? After starting with some of these small things, I'm thinking, well, maybe I could. Well, that's the thing, too, because this was my my last one, which was not a personal one, but it is something that I noticed in general, because it's not just about nutrition and eating and things like that. Craig Bruce had a quote, and it said, work can nourish you or drain you. Mm. And that was something that really hit me hard because he taught us and, and we're learning how to have boundaries. In this case, I'm learning to have boundaries over my schedule so that I can get the most out of my workday, the most out of my life in a productive and active and strategic way. And I really did spend this last week building out my day differently. No more just trying to wing it or just putting out fires. It's more intentional eating, intentional walking, (laughs) intentional working. And then because I do writing, intentional writing times. And it has just calmed me down and smoothed me out a lot. It wasn't like I was terrible before, but again, small ways of doing it better than I was before for better results. No, I love that. I I definitely could use that. And I know I was talking to our, we've referred to her on the podcast before, Dr. Rita. She's not an actual doctor, but she is, um, you know how sometimes you go to someone to get your nails done or your hair done or whatever, and they end up being kind of like a counselor. (laughs) Exactly. That's, that is true. (laughs) Yes. So in our conversation, she listened to the episode as well. And she said, she now is doing kind of what you said, except she's focusing on her morning routine, which Craig did spend a lot of time talking about the importance of the morning routine. And she's writing things down and she's putting in now 10 minutes on the elliptical. Now, it doesn't seem like much. You don't have to go, you don't have to do a 45 minute on the elliptical or go to the gym even, or whatever you, you know, have available to you in your home or however you want to incorporate it. 
just this little time. And now she's scheduled that in and has actually written her schedule out for the morning, kind of like Craig recommended. And it's worked for her. So I was like, wow, I want to try that too. 10 minutes. And, you know, for people like me, like you don't even really have to get your hair messed up. (laughs) (laughs) Start little and then you might want to build more time in once you get the um, advantages of that. I think there's so much of our life, whether it's being faithful in little things we do, our habits, our health, our integrity, our relationships with others, doing right by others. I think it all adds up. I agree. Yeah, I think there is so much room for us to appreciate the small things. Also, biblically, do not despise small beginnings. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just something that our society might not focus on or lean into. But personally, because we are doing new things so that we can be new people, we might want to take advantage of a focus on small things and celebrating those little small wins and it builds up. And before you can turn around good, you have become a new person with new habits and new life and new ways in your spiritual life, in your fitness life, work life, in your productivity, everything. Looking at this in a broader perspective and a biblical perspective and looking at it in a habits perspective. And we've all heard of micro habits and atomic habits and every other habit book there is. They all talk about the little habits. So just pick one, you know, everybody pick a habit, pick something little like drinking water in the morning or taking a walk or sharing your steps with somebody or doing a devotional in the morning or one little thing. One little thing. At the end of the day, you know we love imagine yourself. And if you want to imagine yourself in your best way, in your new way, imagine yourself doing something different, something small, something wonderful that'll make a better you, a more blessed you, a more healthy you. And we would love to hear about your small change, or even if it's a bigger one. Drop us a line, go to imagineyourselfpodcast.com to email us or hit us up on social media. Also, highly recommend the episode we were talking about that's right before this, Up Your Energy at Any Age with Health and Lifestyle Consultant Craig Bruce. He had a lot of great tips for habits and health and more. You'll find a link to that in the show notes, as well as links to our website and socials and imagineyourselfpodcast.com. If you have a moment to give us a rating or review, we would absolutely love that. It not only helps us to shape our future episodes, but also makes it easier for other folks to find us. Until next time, when we have something new to imagine, here's to your small change and big impact.